0: I think there comes a time in every married couple's life. In fact, there's many instances, many such cases when you just, you feel, uh, you feel like your hope may not be as secure as you thought, or you feel like your spouse
1: isn't quite as perfect as you were hoping for.
0: I've never felt that.
1: (laughs) You're so sweet. (laughs) Because I
0: knew you were never perfect.
1: (laughs) There's a smudgeness. (laughs)
0: Um, Yeah. and, And so you get discouraged. And you start wondering, what's, what am I fighting for? Is is it worth it? Mm. And if we keep having even the same mistakes or even the same arguments or the same struggles, you start to wonder if there's hope in the middle of that. And so today is a episode to encourage you. If you're in a season of frustration, if you're in a season of where you need perseverance, we're going to talk about that. And primarily by reminding you that perseverance doesn't equal perfection and trying to make it equal perfection will most often lead to a a loss of hope. Mm -hmm. So we're here to inject your marriage with some hope. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you on the other side. Mm -hmm. Selena, Selena, I am feeling overwhelmed and bedraggled. (laughs) And I thank you, Selena, for writing today's rundown, gathering together these genius thoughts that we're gonna go through. Um, but I'm excited. Uh life is full. It is good and loud. You
1: know what? I tried to give her a quiet toy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anything's loud enough, loud if I try hard enough.
1: It really is. Um, it really is.
0: You folks, uh our listeners, our viewers, are one of the main reasons I'm a little bit uh overwhelmed is because you've been buying our books so far quickly.
1: <laughs> no, we so had, fast. we had one big uh, order from like Missionary Alliance, which is so cool. No, North American Missions Board. Which, Board. Okay. Um, which is really an, an awesome problem God, to have, because, right? Because
0: uh, they over bought like. 1,500 pastors yeah. and their wives will be going through our latest Speaks books. Well, what so that great. did with the holidays coming up is it created some extra strain around just you know, timing the order books yeah. um, and t- paper Paper supply chains are a real thing, and they're not as quick as they once were, especially when you need to order the quantities that we're ordering. So, <laughs> anyway, God is good in that. Mm, um, yeah. And so, if you don't know who we are, my name is Ryan. So, my lovely wife, Selena. Uh, and- we
1: mention all that because we are grateful to our patrons who continue yes. to support us through this ministry. Yes. And if you want to be a part of that, join the Fierce Fellowship. I don't know. We're trying out names. It's the fierce family. Family. It's the the, fierce family. That's okay. That's what it is. Okay. I'm sorry. I missed it. The fierce family. See, we write communication books. (laughs) (laughs) Do your job. I know the most. The hardest. Oh, is that my fault? (laughs) Saying it like that.
0: She doesn't like loud noises.
1: So, if you want to join the fierce families go to fierce slash partner. We'd love to have you. We've mm-hmm. got a bunch of new patrons that we're going to mention in the next episode. Uh, we're just grateful for your guys' commitment, uh, weathering the storms through all the trials and various things and the, the fruitful setbacks, problems, whatever we have. God is mm-hmm. good and faithful. Good. He is working through Speaking it. Speaking so. of
0: fruitful problems, um, <laughs> as of the, the time this will go out, um, we will be about, Four weeks out from the Fierce Families Conference. The first ever hashtag Domesticon. Fierce Families Conference. (laughs)
1: That's gonna catch on. That's
0: gonna catch. Domesticon. (laughs) Um, It's gonna be great. We're talking about biblical manhood, biblical womanhood, we're talking about marriage, we're talking about family. We're covering a ton of ground. If you're in the Puget Sound area, (laughs) namely around Tacoma, encourage you to make it out. Space is limited, go to Fiercefamilies.com to find more. Uh I'm really excited to see our friends John and Becca when they come.
1: Yes. So Warrior same.
0: Poet Society. If you know who those guys are, uh, he's an Army Ranger, gun guy, loves Jesus, amazing friend, known him for 20 years. Um, they're coming
1: out, they're gonna spend a few days yes. with us. Love it. It's gonna be great. All right. So we are gonna jump into this topic. God, four weeks out. I just <laughs> I'm not ready for it. I'm ready for it, but I'm not ready for it. Hey, so good. It's but, gonna be good. Yeah. So, um, anyways. Today we're talking about, I mean, you mentioned it, that perseverance doesn't equal perfection. And this this conversation comes from one of our oldies, but our goodies. Uh, two as one. Two as one. It's a 30-day devotional to go through <laughs> with your spouse. Uh, we go through scripture. We have a little devotional. And then there's a couple of questions and then prayers, a space for you guys to pray for one another at the end of each day. And uh, the one we chose today was... I just go back to it and I'm like, man, these are just, who wrote these? (laughs) I was humbly surprised at how faithful they continue to just point us back to the truth, point us back to Christ.
0: Sometimes I'll go back and read that. I'm like, I hope I didn't say anything that I've like. Because
1: we've grown in our theology and we've grown in our knowledge of scripture and our understanding of God. And so
0: and our convictions have sharpened in, I think, really good ways around because of the cultural issues we're facing. Anyway. You were su- you were pleasantly surprised that it stood the test of time.
1: Yes. Okay. Praise God. So Woo. jumping into this, this is, a, is the chapter is called Perseverance Does Not Equal Perfection. And if you take a moment and think back to when you guys made your vows, right? Probably something we wrote our own, but it also had like to have and to hold until death do us part. Yada, yada. Committing, you know, vows are promises that we're going to go through hardship together. We're going to enjoy uh, the good times. We're committed to being together and no matter what, right? Till death do us part. Um these promises are meant to serve, you know, we're we're committing to serve one another to love each other and put each other before ourselves, right? Like I'm going to look out for you before I look out for myself in a lot of ways. I want to I want to serve you and love you. Um mm-hmm. and I know that you want to do the same, right? Yeah. But our vows are not saying I promise to be Mrs. Perfect all the time. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Perfect. I guess you never make any mistakes. <laughs> uh it's neither it's not helpful for us. Oh,
0: well, pardon me, Mr. Perfect! I guess I forgot that you never ever make a mistake.
1: So our vows, yeah, they're not they're not to promise one another that we're gonna be perfect through our whole marriage. Like we promise to love one another. And yeah. I think sometimes there's just this connotation of you know, with with the beauty of the day and the wedding, like, oh, we're just going mean, to, you know, no one enters marriage thinking it's going to be problem free yeah. and perfect, but I think we have high hopes for it when we're. Well, I think there's a
0: lot of ignorance is bliss. Okay? Yeah. And you don't realize just the extent to which you're capable of being sinners. Yes. Now, of course, the goal is not to go into a marriage saying, yeah, we're going to, we're going to mess up. So just, you know, right. you know laissez-faire, like whatever happens, right. whatever will be, will be type of thing. No, it's like we we obviously are striving to love yes. within the covenant, but there's always this asterisk that says already, but not yet. Mm-hmm. We we are saved yet being sanctified. Yes. And so I think that's what we're trying to emphasize here today is that, listen, sanctification is a hard thing. It's a burning process, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, refining fires are hot
1: oh, yes.
0: and they only work if they're hot. Mm-hmm. And so marriage has the effect of becoming a crucible for a husband's soul, for a wife's Mm -hmm. soul. If you're not ready for a crucible, um, it it, it will be very unpleasant for you. Yeah. So what we're trying to say is whether you're married, you know, for 30 (laughs) days or 30 years, don't despair in those moments when... Of imperfection. When your imperfection is, is on display. Yeah, yeah. And instead... Realize that the Lord d- disciplines the son, the daughter, in whom He delights, mm-hmm. um, and so there's joy to be had in the perseverance.
1: Right, right. Uh, and so again, there's only one person that is perfect. There was only one man who ever walked the face of the earth that was perfect, and that is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Right? He's without sin. He was a perfect Son of God, the only one, and He's the only promise of perfection. He's only He could fulfill it. Um, and when we have to understand that. As Christians, we are covered by the blood of Jesus, right? His perfection covers us. So when God sees us, we are covered mm-hmm. by the blood of Christ, and that is Praise a God. gift.
0: God made Him who had no sin to be sin for mm-hmm. us, that we might become the righteousness mm-hmm. righteousness of Christ. Right? Uh, when God sees us and we are in Christ, so you look at look at Paul, all of Paul's letters. If you would have been with Paul, you yeah. know, in first century A.D., and you said, Paul, what are you? He wouldn't have said, I'm a Christian. Right. He wouldn't have said, uh, I, you know, I'm a Jew. He wouldn't have said, I'm a Roman citizen. He would have said, I'm a man in Christ. Mm. In Christ is the is by far the most
1: Potent tre- way to say it, prevalent yeah. way that
0: he mm. presented himself in, in terms of his identity in Christ. Well, what does it mean to be in Christ is that you are surrounded by him, covered by his blood. Right. You've been right. imputed his righteousness. He has taken your sin. So, yeah, that's what it means when we stand before God. And 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 he doesn't see our sin nature. Now in marriage we very much see each other's sin right. nature. Now I don't mean God's blind to our sin nature. No, no. That in terms of our salvation, that was bought and paid for. Yes. And that debt's been expunged. Yes. Uh <laughs> this little one is very active. Hello. She
1: wants to grab the mic, grab of everything.
0: course. Um, so I, I went a little bit on, on a rabbit trail there, but I think it's 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 edifying. It's helpful because it's important to remember how God sees us because that helps us see each other in more of the way he sees us, which is accurately. Yeah. But as someone created in his image. Right. Who has fallen and in, is in need of salvation right. A and sanctification B. Right. And so that kind of calibrates you to say, OK, I am a sinner in need of grace. You are a sinner in need of grace. We are going to work through whatever this is. And that's the beauty of covenant and covenantal love.
1: Right. It's not me just saying, oh, well, you're perfect now in Jesus. So I just overlook everything that you've done. And we just kind of try to live happily and pursue whatever brings, makes the peace happen and and keeps the peace. It's not that at all. It's a, it's a right understanding and knowledge Mm -hmm. of who we are in Christ because of Christ and then who we are to one another, you know, because knowing Christ, knowing who we are in him and because of him, it it levels the playing field in our marriage because we're two imperfect people coming together when we understand that his perfection is a gift, what can our response only be but that of gratitude and humility?
0: So we've laid it out. We've kind of, we described, you know, how God sees us in in Christ. Mm-hmm. Now, what does that actually mean practically for marriage? Okay, so we'll just talk about some of our marriage. We, we've been married 20 years now. We mm-hmm. can finally say that, two decades. It's not an We're awkward number years. anymore. It's a nice round <laughs> number. And I've loved you the entire time. I've enjoyed our marriage. Mm-hmm. It's been awesome. There's been times, though, that it's been difficult.
1: Not perfect.
0: Um <laughs> <laughs> and one case comes to mind, and you can be thinking of another one while I'm sharing this one, Yeah, uh, is we were in prayer time at church. We were taking communion as the church that we were attending at the time. We did that every week and we would listen to a song, a worship song. We would sing it and we'd reflect and we'd take, grab the uh, the elements and we'd go back to the, to the back of the church. And we'd stand and, and talk and pray. The message, I can't remember what it was, but I had just recently watched a message talking about the idea that if you're not fully known, you'll never experience full love. Mm -hmm. Meaning that if there's, if, if I told Selena, you can know 99% of me and I promise to let that 99% just out. You can always see it and Mm -hmm. you can know that part of me, but there's 1% of me that I feel like is off limits to you for whatever reason. Sure. I'm ashamed of it. Or I, I just, I think it's not for you, whatever that thing is, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes guys will have hard things they go through at work. Well, they don't want to share it with their wife because they don't want their wife to have to carry that burden. Well, guys, your, your wife's a helper. She's designed to help you carry that. Um, so, but the point is if I keep that 1% back, right. I'll always somewhere deep in my guts wonder yeah. if Selena knew this, would she still love me? So I can know you love me to ninety two percent right. ninety three it's always a chip it's always, at the always trust be uh, <sighs> you know way of it well it's always gonna be a, a, a doubt in my mind mm-hmm. that and so I felt that conviction happen during communion like oh there's something and and it was because I had remembered something in my past a long time ago before we were like in childhood so before we married <sighs> obviously, and I thought you know it's it's one of these things if I just stop thinking about it, I'll probably forget and I can go away for mm-hmm. I don't have to think I don't have to worry about it yeah. well, it never went away and so I think a week or so went by. I don't remember because this happened, I think, over a period of time. And it was, it was another church service. We were coming home. Maybe this was the the the, the straw that broke the camel's back was yeah. this communion. Was so we're cool. on our way home from church. That's what it was, As I had been wrestling with this all week. And I felt God impress on me. You, you just need to talk to your wife about this. So I thought, oh, you know, I have that kind of that sense of it's that knots, your stomach's in knots, but you know, that's a good yeah. thing. Anyway. We get going, we're driving, we had two daughters at the time. They had both fallen asleep in the, in the car by God's grace. This one I wish would fall asleep right now by God's (laughs) grace. (laughs) She's being very vocal and we're in the car and I say, Selena, I got to tell you something. And I I spilled kind of my guts and you, I remember what you said. Uh, He said three things. He said, thank you for sharing with me. Mm -hmm. Like, Thank you for being known. He said, I still love you. And then he said, I need to share some stuff, some stuff with you. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it wasn't my worst nightmare. It wasn't this the, like, Oh, that one Selena will not love me or she, it'll take all this time.
1: Right. Yeah. You kind of persevered through some of those feelings and fears in order to be known. And God is faithful. I mean, when he wants us to be honest with each other. He wants us to be transparent. I mean, we wrote a whole book on it <laughs> because we need to be fully known in order to yeah. be fully loved.
0: Yeah. And so I think those moments are not moments to so
1: formative. Yeah.
0: You know, uh, they're not moments when you despair because of your lack of perfection said so you rejoice because you're persevering in the middle of a trial. Mm-hmm. So good. And so if you can do that together as a couple, That will give you far more fortitude, far more resilience, Mm -hmm. frankly, far more joy. If you can say, look, trial, whether it's something where you're having to deal with something between you.
1: Mm -hmm. Or that you're dealing externally. Or you're dealing together together. something externally.
0: If you can look at that and say, this is a cause for joy because the promise of Christ is so strong. Mm -hmm. It even promises through this.
1: Yes. Yep.
0: And then put, and so since we're a marriage podcast, I think most often that, that looks like you've wronged me in some way. I've wronged you in some way. We've grown distant in some way. (laughs) We've, we've forgotten to regard one another. Go to last week's episode. We talked about having a high regard. And so, yeah, that, that's one way that worked out in our, in our marriage. I think other ways were, um, gosh, communication. Like many years went by where I felt like I, in hindsight, realized just how emotionally stunted I was. Hmm. Meaning that I wasn't able to, mind the depths of my own heart and, and then shine the light of the, of God's word into that yeah. deep spot and understand But I didn't, I couldn't pick that stuff yeah. apart. Right. And therefore I couldn't talk to you about it. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't, um, and it created a lot of communication problems, which I would yeah. classify as trial, which would, cl- which would fall under needing to persevere in the middle yeah. of that trial.
1: Yeah. James one, everybody knows it. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you face trials of many kinds, for you know the testing of your faith produces steadfastness mm-hmm. and steadfastness, so known as perseverance. Let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. We can lack nothing because of the blood of Christ. Mm. We don't lack any we lack when we try to rely on our own selves and our oh. own abilities, uh, in a wrong understanding of thinking that we can actually achieve what we want aside from Christ.
0: Um, and so I think there's a posture and maybe go back to that passage because there's a posture to this verse five in James one. It says, if any of you lacks wisdom, what does, what does it tell you to do? He doesn't say, get a good book, read the book, learn Mm. the material. It doesn't say so convicting
1: to me. He doesn't
0: say try harder, do yeah. memory drills. It doesn't say go, you know, think logically, <laughs> think more clearly. I'm listing things because yeah. I'm trying to make the point. Yeah. He says ask God.
1: Yeah. Let him ask God. It's right? Amen. And
0: so there's a there's an orientation of the heart that goes into what we're talking about where you are either seeing this as a need for perfection or a need for perseverance. Mm. Meaning that if I have a, a humble disposition toward God, I'm re- realizing that Perfection is not something that I can.
1: Yeah, you've attend. resigned to yourself to that.
0: Well, yeah, and but the prideful man looking, in, yeah, in God's face would say, "Oh, yeah, I can totally, I can, to- I got this. Yeah, <laughs> I don't need to ask God for wisdom. I can find it on my own."
1: Mm. And
0: it's James also. He says every good and perfect gift comes from above, the Father of lights. It's not well, something that. It has to come
1: from him. It does. And it says, "If I mean, if you keep reading the verse, it says, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach and it will be given him.
0: Mm. Right. So we have a God who is the source of wisdom mm. and he's a generous God who is who is there to help us mm-hmm. with the wisdom, mm-hmm. to give it to us. And so <clears throat> that's the encouragement for you today. In the middle of your trial, let your heart be oriented in in the way uh, that James is indicating here, Mm -hmm. humbling ourselves before God, going to God for wisdom, seeing that trial as an occasion Mm -hmm. for perseverance, not striving, and then do that arm in arm with your spouse. amen. Because that's when you can look at your marriage accurately and you can actually begin to make forward progress. Yes, yep, Um, yep. So this could apply a thousand different ways It's a fairly quick episode because frankly, it's a fairly straightforward encouragement. (laughs) You're not perfect, everyone knows it, now you need to know it, (laughs) you need to acknowledge it and go to God, ask him for help, instead of trying to fight your way through it alone. Yeah, Fight together. Uh, If you don't know who God is, we want you to know who God is. We want you to know Jesus who is God's son who came and died for your sins that you might be saved. We want Mm -hmm. you to know him. Um, The way we recommend you find out who Jesus is is you talk to a friend who's a Christian. Ask them to read the Bible with you. Or ask them to go to church with you. Find a church that preaches out of the Bible. If you don't have either of those things, or you can't, you don't have a friend that you can talk to, this website might help. It's thenewsisgood.com. We hope that that leads you in the right direction. Let's pray. Father God, thank you that you are our Father of Lights. You are perfect. Every good and perfect thing comes from you, God. We ask you to give us wisdom in the middle of in the middle of our imperfection in the middle of our need for perseverance help us to see it help us to step into it help us Mm -hmm. to do so understanding that it is an occasion for joy and rejoicing maybe may these couples do that in agreement with one another more so in agreement with you in your precious name amen amen thank you for joining us um fairly quick episode but it's okay the baby's a little tough these days so we're gonna cut it off there but thank you if you want to partner with us go to fierce slash partner that said, this episode of Fierce Marriages. We can. We'll see you again in seven days. Until next time.
1: Stay fierce.